Never had it so good. 101.1 radio, the best R&B and hip hop music. The Quiet Storm every Friday and Saturday. Talk radio with the best host in the business. 
Sports Talk Radio every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1 and it's 24-7, the world's best radio station. In this day and time, stereotypes are the false descriptions for all of humanity. James T. Deshay is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshay has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshay. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities. You will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. This is James T. Deshay, the host of Thought, Love, and Reflection, brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. I have a, uh opportunity to share something with you that will be presented to Orlando by the Wellsville Museum on Saturday, April 14, 2018. It's called Music of the Movement, of the Civil Rights Movement, and I really want to encourage you all to come up, come out and support the Wellsip Museum as well as the Jones High School uh, choir and musical traditions. Come out and be a part of this great opportunity. Uh, the Wellsville presents Music of the Movement, Saturday, April 14, 2018. And if you need additional information, call 407 407- Two four five seven five three five. We want all of you to be there. We want a packed house. We want an opportunity to showcase the kind of history that is such a part of our our history and our years of existence. So please come out. Music of a movement Saturday, <coughs> April fourteenth, twenty eighteen.
I'm going to take a short break, and we're going to come back and continue our start our show. You know I love music. And every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move. It makes me want to have fun. But it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here, it makes me want to...
doing this evening, D? I'm doing great, James. How about you today? I'm doing fine. Uh, D, you know, sometimes I, I like it when you, you show up on the show early and and uh, I have an opportunity to talk with you because there's so much going on in the world. It just seems that uh, our society is coming loose at the seams because there's so many different people who seem like they're not getting what they want. You know, we have the teachers uh, in Kentucky and Oklahoma. We have the young people in Miami. Uh, you have uh, the the Me Too movement with women feeling as though they're being uh, sexually assaulted and taken advantage of. And we have a country in chaos. You know, can can we get any more chaotic with everybody's trying to forcefully take what it is that they want back from society? Well, I, you know, I, I agree with you. It seems as though that we're in a uh, dangerous and uh, in, uh, in, in, in a compromised uh, position uh, where we as a and the nation are totally divided on so many issues, uh, and we lack leadership at the helm. Uh, we have a president now that has fired everybody around him who could have been a voice of reason. Uh, now uh, he has uh, fired everyone that could uh, give him uh some kind of stable and and some kind of stable advice. Um, I heard somebody today describe him as being the Kraken unleashed, and um, so um, if uh, if John Kelly, which is the uh, uh, the uh, the staff secretary, uh, uh, the, the person that's in charge of uh, everybody else in the White House. Uh, except the president and and the vice president. Um, if John Kelly, if if he ever were to leave, and 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 seems as though that he has some biases uh, of of his own, but if he ever were to leave, um, we are in a real pickle. Uh, he's already talking about the the president already talking about pulling the troops out of uh, out of Syria. Uh, and the same thing that he criticized Obama about when he, uh, Obama brought the truth back from Iraq. Uh, so uh, everything that he criticized Obama for or about, uh, he actually doing the very same thing. Uh, when you come back to me, I, I want to talk about Sinclair uh, Broadcasting. Now, I don't know if you heard about them, how they are indoctrinating all their workers to say exactly what they want to say uh, pertaining to the same rhetoric that Fox News. Uh, always spew out on a daily basis. Thank you, Jane. Yeah, you know, it, it's seemingly to me that we find ourselves in a, a, a situation where, when we need we need leadership the most, uh, we are have a vacuum of people who have no ability to get us out of what is in harm's way. You have uh, North Korea. Uh, who want to to talk, but we don't have the kind of leadership that could get us through the the conversation without uh, giving away, you know, uh, giving away the house. You know, you have 
um, the Russians kind of doing what they want when they please, uh, not realizing uh, the detriment that can happen. Uh, we have the president uh, trying to deny people the opportunity to come in this country uh, by using uh, what has been the Constitution. And so we just have a lot of things going on that seemingly uh, have us at our wit's end. Uh, you know, and so, you know, Cheryl, it, it is just amazing that at the time we need leadership the most, we have people in place that just don't uh, seem to be able to sit down to the table and use common sense. Good evening, and how's everyone doing? I'm just literally walking my feet in the door. Um, you know, you're right, and I mean, we've seen that so many times. And that, when I say so many times, I mean every day we're witnessing different um, scenarios that's taking place. And, you know, and I'm going to say again, you know, we have to wonder about the mental um, situation that's going on here. Because, you know, I think, I mean, you know, logically speaking, we won't, even our young people would not even make a lot these decisions that's being made today. I mean, we've got ourselves in such a um in such a pickle and it's just an ongoing um uh, thing. It's just it's never ending, never ending. And I'm saying from minute to minute, you never know. And with me with a phone, you know, all day I see different situations popping up where logical thinking is not used for the decisions that are being made today. And, you know, and it, it, it makes no sense when you go back and you look at those teachers who find themselves, you know, in an instance where they haven't had a raise in 10 years, and the men who are in the legislators, state legislators, have, uh, you know, they're rich beyond rich, and most of them have plenty of money, but they don't know. They don't assume that uh, people need an opportunity to have their salaries increase in order for them to have a decent quality of life. And why would you be able to, um, Reverend Smith? Why do you? Why would make a, our legislators think that you can hold on to good people when you don't want to give them? Um, a good standard of living. And so a lot of times we, we want something, but we find ourselves not willing to pay for it. Good evening. Are you there, Reverend? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Good evening. Uh, James, it's getting hotter and hotter throughout this world today, with especially with the the leader that we have to have any kind of decency, anything really, decency, morals, uh, 
humbleness, humility, earnestness, truthfulness, all of these things and more are going out the window. They're just going out the window. I don't let it bother me, but it does in 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 the humanistic side of me, it does bother me. Spiritually, I have a I have a father who's going to take care of it. But this man, I mean, our country now is in terrible, 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 terrible disarray and, and mess. And anyone that's going to school, especially those people that are children of the congressmen and senators and others of the of the states and the federal government. I guarantee you, if you Google them, 90% of their children go to a private school, if not more. 90% of them go to a private school. So they, they feel like we are covered. So they don't have, they don't care. They really, and you were right when you spoke of how much money these people have, because otherwise they would never run for the Senate or the Congress of of either state or federal government. They are able to. They already got businesses that they got all kind of money coming in, and they have someone managing their businesses. So what do they know about how you and I feel or others out here who are even less fortunate than we are, and we are we're we're only one paycheck from poverty ourselves, and it's just a sad commentary that we have to sit up each and every day and listen to, or uh, even find out how uh, how how low we can go in this country, how low we can go, and nobody, the people that are elected to be up there, are not doing a thing. Everybody. It's just enjoying their lives, enjoying the perks that they're getting, and enjoying the free free uh, uh, plane rides, enjoying paying $50 a month for a million-dollar condo, and, I mean, $50 a night. Uh, you know, they, they, they're just enjoying themselves while, while people down here are dying, dying and going to hell in a handbasket. But they are going to pass us. We're going to pass them on their way down as we go up. So I'm, I, I just, it's just, a, it's still sad because everybody is not as calm about it as I am. And maybe a lot of you are. But I'm really calm about it to a certain extent because I refuse. I know that my God got this. But it's sad that it's so many people out here. They think they, I can't believe, can you all believe? That this man's ratings went up His ratings Has gone up To 43-45% My God, my God, my God It it, it does make you wonder You know, it does make you wonder What people are thinking You know, when you have somebody Who is Waging private wars With Amazon and the owner of Amazon at the detriment of Amazon's shareholders. And, you know, you you wonder why this man would pick individual battles uh, with people at the same time when it seems like every time we wake up, 
somebody is being prosecuted, another person is pleaded guilty, uh, accepted uh, 30 years in jail and a $20,000 fine, and uh, you know that they are doing this slowly but surely uh, because they're making their way toward the president, but yet he seemingly uh, feels uh, inoculated uh, to what's going on around him. And he's firing people and uh, putting our government in in harm's way. So, D, you know, we see all these different things going on, and then there's some people who continue to think that he's leading us in the right direction. This uh, this battle that he picked with uh, with Amazon uh, is actually directed toward uh, the the founder of Amazon, and and I think that's why Marco Rubio and anybody else that wants to criticize uh, the forty fifth president um, they are reluctant to do so because uh, this guy will put you on blast. Uh, he has. Uh, if if you don't cover him by way of uh, broadcasting on, on on the news, then he can always sit on the side of, of his bed and tweet what he wants to say about you. And you know, and and, and so with with his uh, new feud with uh, Amazon, um, the stock market is really uh, struggling. Uh, it has been struggling for the past ever since last week, middle of last week. Uh, uh, stocks are down. Uh, the Nasdaq is down, um, and then you know, with this battle with uh, with the Chinese uh, with these tariffs and everything, now they're starting to slap their own tariffs on on on, on U.S. Uh, exports, mm-hmm. and so um, he's uh, creating a situation that that's going to affect the, the very same people that voted for him, the farmers and all of that. Um, the, the fallout behind all that is yet to come. Thank you. You know, it's it's hard to understand how we can uh, find ourselves inundated by this bad news over and over and over again and how uh, people are dealing with trying to, to, to uh, you know, have their own voices. And like I said, the teachers are trying to have a voice. Women are trying to have a voice. Uh, The Black Lives Matter uh, movement is trying to have a voice. And it is just um, hard to understand how we can maneuver through all this chaos and come to a, a good place. And, again, when we don't have the leadership that we need in the White House, where more and more people are being asked to to step down, and then uh, other people are are not other good people are refusing uh, to work for this man. I mean, when you can't even find a good lawyer and you're a multi-millionaire and the president, what does that say for the president when uh, when people don't even want to be his lawyer, Cheryl? You know, it's it's not sending good um, signals. Um, 
you know, I'm surprised. I, I'm shocked. For, you know, I didn't hear about the numbers going up. And, I mean, are you for real? I mean, are we for real? Is this so really true, happening? Girl. Yes, it I is. I mean, how? And evidently, the people who the polls are being, I mean, that they're going to for, for this, it's not everybody. And, I mean, not the right people. I mean, right. can't be because, you know, we as fair Americans would never, never, never go for this. I mean, this would just be, I mean, it would not even be considered as increasing his ratings. So I have to wonder who are they polling for this? You know, and I, I, I really believe that he is handling the presidency, and I think I've even heard it as well, like he handled his um, his apprentice show, his business, right. that he, um, those things. Because, you know, over and over again he's saying, you're fired, you're fired, and you're fired. I mean, if any business would have a turnover like this, do you know that they would start to investigate the business and what's mm-hmm. the cause of the turnover like that? I mean, everything mm-hmm. that's going on, if it happens at a smaller level, it would definitely be investigated. It would be investigated. I mean, just look at all of the individuals who have been released and resigned from their jobs when allegations were about assaulting women and the things that they did to women. All of the things now that is happening is all of the things that he's doing. And nothing at all. And I do know, I do know that God has his time in. And that he's trying to show us something and that we have to get the message for whatever it is. And I truly believe that what he's doing is not going to last. It's just that we need to wake up and see what's going on around us and begin to do something and not to talk about those things. You know, we got to do something, and we have to start on our local levels because this is a joke. It really is. I mean, it's good for one, and it's not good for another, and it's good for men and still not good for one. That's right. It's not fair. Not fair at all. It, it's miraculous that we find ourselves uh, going through this, and it wouldn't have been perceived. I mean, you know, it is it, laughable if there was not so much online, Reverend Smith. There's such so much on the line that it is hard to believe that we find ourselves in this position. Uh, we are not sure of what's going to happen uh, with this special uh, council. Uh, we are not sure about what's going to happen in relationship to uh, uh, the next eight years. I mean, when we get past the, the midterm elections, there seems to be so much up in the air. 
uh, that there's nothing that we can truly count on uh, by either party. Uh, so we, uh, this is all, I, I like to think this is all new to me uh, because we listed, it, it used to be that everybody as president at least had some common sense. But this man is waging war on so many different fronts. Uh, he, he suggested that the DECA uh, program is over. And here you have people who've lived here uh, 10 plus years, and they are, are threatened with being returned to a country that they don't even know. Uh, how can this be fair? How can this be um suggesting to be something that the American people want. As far as the DACA program is concerned, there's been two lower courts that have held that that's on hold, so that's not going to, nothing's going to happen to those children right now. That's the unfortunate part of it. They're leaving these kids, and these kids are in school trying to study and get there, come out with the best grades and the best jobs that they can get. And they have no idea whether they're going to be in this country or not once, whether the higher courts are going to uphold what is being spoken on in the lower courts. Now, as far as, I'm like Cheryl, I, I, I do, I pray hard sometimes about situations like this. I, I can't. I, I could not fathom when I heard that this man had ratings had gone up to fifty between forty three and and forty five percent. I almost fell back in my recline. I really did because I'm thinking his ratings will go down to thirty two, thirty, or whatever. We're we're only witnessing. I believe in my heart now. We're only witnessing what God, like Cheryl said, what God wants us to witness. Are we going to learn any lessons at all from what is going on or what's transpiring? Are we going to continue on as we are going? Are we going to uh, allow these things that are being uh, uh, are taking place in Washington and our regular, also in our local states and counties and cities to continue to go the way that they are going. You've got city councilmen and, and city commissioners uh, who are making more money than a teacher. And that, that is, that's sad. That's really sad. That's really sad. A, 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 a post that really is not supposed to be a full-time paid post who's paying sixty-five dollars and $70,000. And you got teachers making forty-five or fifty thousand dollars, and some of them in certain states are making twenty-five and thirty thousand dollars. Now that's a sad commentary. We have lost control. God know that we have lost control. He's tried on so many fronts to show us the right way to do things. We keep going. In all the different directions, those of us who understand, we, we, we can only go so far. But there is a distance that God himself is saying, how far will you allow this to go? I believe that if we could mobilize, which we can't, I don't see it happening. 
if we could mobilize like these young folks are mobilizing, adults, adults mobilize like that. I remember the Million Man March. I remember all the women marching on the meeting. But where are they? Where are they? Children never quit. They're constantly. We do something one day, and we swear we've done something. But these children, we've got it. it it's sad. I mean, I don't know what's going on. It's sad. These children are showing us how how uh, complacent we have become. We do something one day, and we swear we hold up our fists in our hand. Hallelujah. We've done it, you know. And we go back home and forget about it. These children said, no, we're not going to forget about this. And that's what God wants us to do. He don't want us to forget about these things. And first of all, he's sad because he don't want us to forget about him. We're forgetting about our first love, the one that brought us thus far. And now here we are talking about everything else, but we don't have enough to talk about him. So it's sad. So I don't know, James. This this world is sad, but God still is in control. He's waiting on us to do something. And it lets you know, Reverend Smith, that you have people who don't recognize and understand that this is the way trouble starts. This is the way that a country that doesn't have a fixed focus on how to raise its children, how to uh, prepare itself for the future, can fall prey to a small group of individuals who are willing to uh, tough it out. Um, You know, you just recognize that there's a, a small segment of America who don't like moving forward. They like uh, having the lifestyle where they get to govern and make and make choices of uh, over other people. Right. That's exactly right. What happened? You got a small segment of people who think. They they can't control anything else. They probably most I can almost guarantee you that a lot of these men that are in these uh, in the Congress and in the Senate are not really what I would call men anyway. Okay, so they have to be able to be powerful in one way or another. That's just like these cops that we see shooting and killing our black children. They have to feel like they got power over something. A man that beats a woman, he is totally afraid to fight a man. So he decides that I will beat up on this woman and show people how bad I am. And then the whole situation turns on him. If that woman get up there and hit him upside the head with a pot and throw some hot grits on him, like I agree. So it's it's a whole difference, this power struggle, this money and power thing that we got going on. The same as they did with the Israel. They, we, we're going to lose this battle. God always going to win. We are going to lose this battle. And it doesn't seem like nobody 
seem to care. And I know we do. A lot of others out there care. But how in the name of heaven's head can we have people out there that being on the sides of this man now? Where is where are the where are the uh, 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 the house speaker and the, and, the, and the senate speaker? Where are the lower people? Nobody's saying a word. This man is running rapid, and he's making this place. He's making this place, the United States, trying to make it out of a dictatorship. And when it's all said and done, we all gonna be in a lot of trouble. And D, you know, as Reverend Smith talked, we recognize that we can't, you know, how can we stand to allow ourselves not only to uh, remain at the same place, but to have people moving us backwards just seems to be intolerable. Uh, It it is any time that you are not moving forward to better the lives of Americans, then you're sacrificing the lives of Americans uh, to going back to a place that was not, will not be beneficial for the whole body. So how is it that we haven't heard from Ryan and these others who are leading the, um, these parties and who are allowing the moral values of our, our existence to erode? Well, Jane, you know, that's a question that I, I, I really don't have a, a inkling of an idea why they're not saying anything. Because what's really happening right before our eyes, this administration is burning, burning the house down. He's burning the house down where uh, the, the the predecessor that's going to come in won't have a, a foot to stand on. Amen. This guy's like, he got like a gas can, and, and he's setting so many fires that the, the, the president coming in won't be able to govern at all. And then, uh, and, and that in, 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 in itself, they are creating a new brand. Uh, and you know the Trump TV and and all of that is is is, is the brand that they're trying to uh, obtain an audience for when that time comes, and they will have an audience. All right. Uh, to, to speak about uh, this um, small group of people that that that's initiating power to stay in control, uh, this small group of people are filthy rich. And they have they are putting their money together to 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 uh write this story. And this story is for the this America to be all uh, all all on its own with no allies, totally independent. Uh that that's the start of it all. All right. But now and this is how the machine is working. Miss 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 uh Miss Sheriff spoke about it and you said it last year, James, when it come down to these polls. And, you know, and you said it uh, last year, and she just said it a moment ago, uh, who's doing the poll? Had nobody never asked me anything over the past three years. <laughs> I've, not, I've never been polled. Okay. Now, so when it comes down to the percentage that, uh, of his uh, of his increased popularity, well, that's part of the poll. You know, um, all of this is now is evident because all of this now is being controlled by the persons that have the power. 
just like the Saint Clair broadcast, and you all gonna you all gonna hear about that real real soon. All right. Oh yeah. And if you notice, if you notice, um, a, a couple of months ago, I asked you all, had you all seen anything negative about Donald Trump in your grocery line? You have not, because it's all being controlled. How about that? It's all being controlled now. Miss 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 Regina spoke about uh, brainwashing. Well, we're witnessing that. That's what's happening. They're brainwashing the person in in the red state area. Sinclair now, Sinclair broadcasting on 192 networks and is looking to buy Tribune Broadcasting, which would give them 250 uh, broadcasting agencies. And they want all of their people to say the same thing. You know, Fox News got busted one time. They They were arguing among themselves. And one of them, one of them blurted out, "Well, you're not sticking to the pledge." Oh, what? You're not sticking to the pledge. What damn pledge? Right, the pledge to go along with what with what the agenda is. All right. So, and and lastly, I was in a grocery store here in Southwest Georgia, in the black community. I was in a at a, at a gas station. And and this gas station is in the black community. And inside the gas station, there was a, one of those hanging TVs, all right, one big widescreen TV hanging on the wall. And on the TV, uh, it was Fox News, all right? But this, this gas station is frequented primarily and majority by black people. But the owner is white. Don't touch that TV. Mm-hmm. That's right. So when we heard the other day about the teachers trying to indoctrinate the students, oh, it's worldwide. It's on. If if, if you got any positioning, we want you to exploit your power to further this agenda. And so the sad part about it is that the people outside of this program who are not paying attention. You know, you see, you see how they got rid of Kevin Smiley? Because he was a uh, he, from my knowledge, his show was only so like your show, James. If, if they could get and, and that's amazing, you, you ahead, say that because I buddy. have not heard anything from him. I thought he was going to be able to fight his way back, but it seems like mm-hmm. he has been surely quieted to the extent that we haven't heard a thing. That's right. Please continue. Go ahead, James. Yeah. I'm done. And I don't know, and we can't allow different voices not to be heard because um, Dee and uh, Reverend Smith and, and Cheryl, if you don't fit, hear opposing viewpoints, it makes it difficult for you to come to a good understanding of where you should position yourself. And, you know, um, it is amazing that we have one thing running to another. And if you don't speak up and we don't have uh, the power of African-Americans and people of color speaking up and making sure a white America just don't do what it won't when it won't, we're going to see the same instances of our, our, uh, our rights being eroded uh, without the proper representation in, in uh in our justice system, you know, I took I, I looked the other day 
and this is kind of off the, the track, but I looked up the fact that I didn't realize that the Oakland Raiders had a black punter. And this black punter had been doing very well for the last three or four years. And this year, he this past year, he had an awesome year, but he was a little um, flamboyant. And he just got released by the Oakland Raiders when he has put 150-plus punts in the red zone. And right now doesn't have a job. So it shows you when, you know, when you don't fight for those people who are obviously being mistreated, then it's going to make it easy for everybody to be mistreated. So, D, you know, they had, uh, um, they had Connie, uh, the young man, Kaplan, and now we got another one. And if he don't finish after a while, they're going to try to quiet everybody. In order to keep your job, you better keep your mouth quiet. Well, those are the people in power. All right? You're right. Those are the people in power that we're talking about. And, 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 and you know, they have a tendency to operate under the darkness of night, if you will, metaphorically. That's right. You don't – you. Uh, you know, in public, they smiling in your face. We all good, but under the darkness of the night, when it comes down to the the, the board meeting and the staff meeting, they, they uh, apparently we're back to where we were in 1955. You got They're gonna try to make it hard for you. Yep. You got that make, right. Gonna, I I didn't want to believe it. I I swear mm-hmm. to God, I didn't want to believe it. But it seems as though that's this is where we are. And uh, and Mitch McConnell and anybody else that that has that could have had a voice, you better not say nothing because if you if you're still running, if you're still running, you know if you're still running for office, Donald Trump gonna show up at your campaign and campaign for you. Okay, mm-hmm. he gonna campaign yep. for you, and then what's gonna happen? If he campaign for you, you gonna lose. Thank you. And if you don't have any shame, he's making the shamefulness of having a position that shows your your racist bias look good. I mean, he, he when he tell you I would uh, throw those S- SOBs off my team and the majority of SOBs were African Americans, and then they said, well, if he can throw them off the uh, the uh, off the NFL. Then I can throw them off my off my factory without a word being said. That's right. It's so, sure, when we don't stand up and speak loud on the national level, on local levels, these people are taking over and deciding to do whatever they want to do. You're right, and that's the underhandedness of what's going on. And that's the reason why we are finding from day to day the things that are happening to individuals because of the quiet talk that's going on, just like Dee was just saying, behind the back, you know. And what they say, we'll smile in your face and we'll stab you in your back. And that's what's going on. So we, I don't even know what it is that's keeping 
so many of us from doing what we need to do on our local level because, you know, in numbers we are powerful. And then I said I don't know, but then again, because of the fear of jobs, the fear of people's lives, you know, so much of fear that's going on with individuals is that we would rather just quiet ourselves and not make any noise because we're looking at we won't be able to, we won't have a job. You know, and just like Pastor Smith said earlier, you know, we all are just like a paycheck away from poverty or to be homeless. And if that's the case, if we miss one, imagine where we would be. And imagine what he's doing with those that he's firing, those that he uh, is getting rid of, those that he's taking jobs from, food out, out their um, mouths and um, the comfort from their households. We got to take, and what we should have been doing long time ago is getting our financial situations together, meaning that, you know, we afraid we don't want to. We think we too much to live together, to help each other out. I can't help you. I don't need you. You know, that kind of thing. But if we pull our resources together and we came together, and, you know, I know quite a few families like that, and not only do they pull together, they make things easier where they're not paying this high, I mean, even if they bought a house. They're not paying as much. They're able to save. So if something came up, and I mean anything came up, that they would have some kind of cush. Not only that, you got wisdom in the household. You're willing to listen. But we are not willing to be teachable. We're not willing to listen. We're not willing to stand together. And the most thing that we're not willing to do is pray together. <coughs> because prayer will change. It will change people. It will change situations. It will change a lot of things. And, I mean, if we came together, and, like, I mean, just keep saying, you know, we keep talking about, but when are we going to really come together? When are we going to trust? When are we going to pray and trust God that he has our back, that what we do, as long as we're doing what's right, and according to his will, he's not going to let us down. But it's that we're afraid. We don't have that faith. We only have faith in what we see, and that's our paycheck. And that's just making sure, well, I can't do this. That's going to mess my money up. I can't do that. Can't afford to miss work. I can't do this. You know, we are letting our next generation down. Because they're seeing how we are weak. They're seeing that we don't have no more fight in us. And they're seeing that this is almost a dictatorship. That this man is telling us. He's wiping programs. He's doing so many things 
that so many people have worked for to put in place. And like I said, I mean, we can, I can't say it enough. I mean, I was down, you know, I, I don't even make my vacations all about my vacations. I make my vacations talking to the churches and talking to them about what we need to do and how the churches need to step up. And we do need to step up. We don't need to, if you don't, if you're not bringing money in the church, then, you know, we don't, we can't give you that time. But there's things that can be done that money can't buy. That's right. That's right. And we missing it. We missing it. Right. We got to do better. We and we desperately need, Reverend Smith, one of the things I see is we desperately need the things that, because when you make yourself financially independent, you give your voice volume. You know, when you can't talk because you're afraid that your lights won't get paid or your uh, you, your your mortgage won't get paid or your car don't get paid, you, you well, have to be you right. have to walk in silence. But when you make right. sure that you are financially stable and you do the rules, the financial rules of stability are the same for everybody. They don't have a color, but you Amen. have to be willing to sacrifice the right now in order to have a voice. James, do you do you realize that we as just as let's just put it in the black area, do you really realize how powerful we really are if we would come together? Do you have any idea how powerful we really are? If we would come together, our buying power, our I, I went to the Millennium Mall today, and you know where that is, and I'm pretty sure anyone right. else has been there. Okay, I went there to get my battery changed and my my iPhone 6. Let me tell you something. I saw a lot of people out there buying, going into these expensive Bloomingdale's and Macy's and all these other places, and that's fine. Do what you want to do with that. But do you not know that if we step back, if we just step back, James, for one day, do you know how many billions of dollars we would we would we would we would we would be able to take out of the pockets? And do you not know how much power that would give us? If we stop we are the ones that buy all of the clothes and the shoes and, 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 and a lot of the things. We have tremendous buying power. And that's what it's going to take to put a halt to this foolishness. Although Cheryl got up, Cheryl has the total package of what it's going to take. And I totally agree with what Cheryl say. But God is giving us the authority that we can, we can stand up, we can take back as a unit, not one or two people talking on a, on a, on a talk show, not, not 50 or 60 people, but if there's a conglomerate of individuals, a race of people, or two races of people, if we got a whole, like those children did, and we say, okay, we're just going to boycott. We are not buying nothing. Do you not know what would happen? Huh? Do you not know Donald Trump would shut his mouth up? The people would, the, those companies would shut Donald Trump up. Those companies would make Paul Ryan and the others 
speak up. But they know that we are not going to do anything, especially when they know that who was that? I think it was Nate that was, I mean, uh, uh, D, that was saying that he went into place in Georgia and all this man had on his television was Fox News and all of his customers are actually black. He's actually brainwashing those people. And those people probably, you know, 9% of blacks voted for Trump this year. I mean, last year. 9%. Do you not know how many blacks there are? There's only 22% of us. I mean, yeah, something like that. Why in the world? Nine percent. You took almost a half of that percentage from us. And you voted for a man who hates your guts. I listened to Tim Scott, who's a senator in South Carolina, this morning as I was coming home. And I listened to uh, Trey Gowdy, who's also a senator from South Carolina. And they have become the best of friends. They're black and white. Trey Gowdy had a much harsher speak, uh, speech in reference to Trump or uh, how life is going than Tim Scott. Tim Scott said there's been such tremendous gains. He's black. And there's been, we've made such tremendous gains and strides in in the black communities. And I, I, I said, if I could pull you through that God bless the radio, I would. You know, and here's Trey Gowdy, a stone staunch down southerner, who's saying, I've just so much more we can do because we have not done enough. We have not come far enough. But Tim Scott is saying, but we've worked so hard. We've worked, and, and, and we, we, we brought, we, they brought us up to, they have brought us anywhere. So when we, as long as we got situations like that going on, you got people like Trump will always stay in power because everybody thinks exactly like they want us to think. We're being brainwashed. Well, Tim, said that. This is the... You said one thing that I, I, I want to just expound upon because it's just simple to me. And it just makes good sense. Nike is a company that is a billion-plus dollar company, multi-billion dollar company. And I would suggest to you that the majority of the ball players that have shoes for them are black. And that's because the majority of the NBA is black. And the right. majority of the kids pay real that are paying real close attention to those shoes are black. That's right. And they're changing them slightly. They change them slightly every four to six months. So they make you believe that what you're wearing is not top of the line or not in the in in the fad if you don't have the newest shoe. And they got us out Amen. at 6 o'clock in the morning getting a ticket to buy a shoe. Now, you, you think I wouldn't shoe. care what kind of shoe you were trying to sell. <laughs> you ain't going to have me out there at 6 o'clock in the morning to get a ticket to buy the shoe. And so, no. obviously, they are preying on our need 
to look or dress a certain way, and they're paying these being billions and millions of dollars to hoodwink the young people in America. Exactly. Exactly. That is a true statement. Never been a truer statement. They pay one or two or three or five professional people to hoodwink 20 million. Okay? And it's, they're doing a heck of a good job. A heck of a good job at doing it. Because they know who to pick. They pick Jordan. They pick Tiger Woods. They pick uh, 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 my boy from Cleveland, uh, LeBron. They pick uh, 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 a whole lot of, I, I could just keep name, but it's just, but they pick a lot of these individuals who are named. And we got to, we've got to get past this thing about the only way we can make it in life is through basketball and football. We've got to get past that. We've got to get past that. We've got to get our children past the fact that only way that our children can make it, not their head, not the skills of their brains, but by football, which, where you can die eventually from concussions and foolishness, and basketball. That's all. I won't, I, I'm, I've been taking that boy to the court every day. I've been taking him to the football field every day. And you're killing your own children because you want to have a big house somewhere. You're not going to help anybody. And until we start to begin, begin to help, God's not going to bless us. As long as we keep holding on to what we got for ourselves and not spreading it among those who really need it, that's why the little bit that I got, I always try to help somebody else. I always try to help somebody else because what I have don't belong to me, and I ain't never seen an armored car following hers. So I don't really worry about it. My children... Got to make it for themselves. I want whatever I told my kids, whatever I got, and I, whatever little bit I leave, and I put that real, real hard. You, you're welcome to it. But we've got to stop this foolishness. That's why Donald Trump and the rest of them can can brainwash us. We, we're so quick to go grab something. Oh, this is new. The new this, the new George, the new this. Get out of here with that foolishness. Oh. See, why are we letting corporate America pimp us and take advantage of us and make us spend all this money to fly and make up like we are further along financially than we are? Why do we keep letting these marketing campaigns pimp us and make us work for to buy these things. Well, James, you know, I like the way you put that because it's exactly what it is. And uh, and the answer to that is because we're, we're so predictable. That's Amen. We're, we're so predictable. Amen. Um, you know, when you all spoke about uh, why we can't put our money together and do something, well, notice now when the Trump campaign first came in to play, uh, they came in trashing everything that we believe in. Anything that made made um, that made sense to us, they trashed it. Uh, they came in trashing trashing the Justice Department. They came in trashing the CIA. They came in trashing the FBI, and they came in trashing the Nation of Islam. That's right. 
Because the nation of Islam was the one that was trying to tell us from the very beginning that we need to put our money together and, and do something. Notice, the Barack Obama never did that. He never he never retracted them, even though they wanted him to on a on a on a regular basis. But that that that, that idea is is the catalyst of our uh, of our prosperity for us to put our money together and be somebody. Miss Miss mm-hmm. uh, Miss Shera came on the show and dropped that bombshell on our show when she said that we need to learn how to do something for ourselves. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a, that's the same mentality. If you, if you, if you're not gonna put your money together, then learn something to do something for yourself so you won't feel threatened. So you won't feel threatened when they when you speak up and say something and you lose the job. That's all right. I know how to do something for myself. Right. And that's something that that's something we gotta teach our children how to do. Be uh be your own be your own Entrepreneur, be your own person to do something for yourself. Learn a skill. Everything is on YouTube to teach you how to do everything. Anything you want to do, it'll teach you how to do it. And and right now it's free to do that. But you got to believe, just like air, if they thought they can bottle up air and charge you for it, they would. And so anything that's free right now, we got to we got to learn to take advantage of it before they find a way to hoodwink us in the thing in the thinking that we need them. More than we need God Almighty, because they're working on that too. Thank you. I'm sorry about that. Thank you, y'all. All right, we're going to take a short break and come back and grab our final word for this evening.
This is James T. Deshay, the host of Talk, Love, and Reflection, brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. We're here seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Call in at 657-383-0309 so your voice can be heard loud and clear without interruption. Cheryl, what what are your final thoughts this evening? Well, you know, we have so much up against us. We have so much that's going on that we hear about on a daily basis and many things that are affecting us. And like I always say, you know, whatever we are doing right now, we can still do more, and let's do more. All right. Reverend Smith, your final thought this evening? I just have to say ditto to uh, Cheryl. Um, uh-huh. How much more you can say? Huh? There's not much more you can say other than that. We 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 we. It's just we've got to just do better. Period. So no ifs ands or buts about it. We've got to do better. We can no longer sit on the sidelines, Reverend Smith, and watch things go by us. We can't. We have to call a spade a spade. We can't sit back and say there they go again, doing what they want to, disrespecting minorities, we got to stand up and yell when the time comes and to put our vote where our mouth is. We got to be together right. and be with one, speak with one voice when things are not going in the direction that we feel they should. As always, I want to ask you all for your continued support. It's because of your support I'm able to come on here daily and talk about the issues that we talk about. And we want to keep on doing that because we want to make sure that there is no doubt about where we stand. We have to make sure Amen. that people are fully aware that we're not going to be quiet. We hear the basketball players say that they're not going to just dribble. We're not going to just work. We're going to ask and demand that we get those things that we deserve and that the world needs from us as Americans. Take care, everybody, Amen. and we'll see you tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Thoughts, Love, and Reflections. 657-383-0309. Let your voice be heard further than a couple of blocks. Jesus, oh Jesus.
Oh, 